The current spoiler warning level is, Blue Destiny. Friends and folks, the spoiler warning level for this episode is Blue Destiny, if you'll forgive me for being a little cute. Uh, that's because we're talking about machines from Mobile Suit Gundam side story The Blue Destiny, as well as Mobile Suit Gundam side story Missing Link. These are old video games about Universal Century. They have zero plot relevance to anything. So pretty much no matter where you are in your Gundam experience, we're just talking about weird DeviantArt robots, and it's sick. Please join us and enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Mechanista NG. We're here to talk about the robots of Gundam. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. And I'm Dylan. And Dylan, we already have decided what we're going to do, because this is, a, this is a sequel to our other episode that came out this week. Uh, we're, mm -hmm. we're here to talk about the Blue Destiny line of mobile suits. Yes! Alright, so... Uh, we are starting with the RX-79 BD-1 Blue Destiny Unit 1. You can already tell because it's RX-79 that this is based on the Gundam ground type. Are we not starting with the Zero? Uh, mm, okay, fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, look, I wanted to go in order of game and things that matter, but I guess we are talking about let's the RGM-79 BD-0 Blue Destiny Unit Zero uh, from the 2015 manga adaptation of the Blue Destiny. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, let's talk about it, though, real quick. Um, <laughs> so this is based on the gym ground type, uh, whereas the other one's based on the Gundam ground type, which is a little weird because the gym ground type came out after the Gundam ground type, so the order of events is a little odd here, but whatever. Um, the Blue Destiny Unit Zero is freaky. Um, so you've got a standard gym style head on it with like the visor and stuff. It does have a little chin thinkle thingy i don't know how to describe that because it's almost mm -hmm. it's not like it's separated like a gundam chin would be in the same way but it kind of has it, a gundam it's a, chin. yeah it's an imitation gundam beard don't know why it has it but it does um we go to the torso we've got a blue upper torso in the same styling as like the gundam ground type with like top loaded cockpit uh some vents vents down the middle some tubes which is weird mm-hmm just tubes going into the backpack um side skirts still have the reloadable ammo that we have previously talked about on the gundam ground type episode basically just machine gun ammo um you've got front skirts with some vents on them you've got some knees with vents on them uh doesn't have the beam sabers uh the side the side of the legs are just got tubes. vents on the forearms got vents on the forearms yeah why um who knows See, the, the thing about these vents, too, is they feel really weird to me because these almost feel like, like you know how they, like, make those parts for models, right? Like, where you can buy mm -hmm. them and, like, glue them on? Yeah. That's what these feel like, right? The vents, like, especially on the forearms, having vents like that feel really weird because they just don't look like they mesh with the blocking of the rest of it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it is kind of, that is kind of canon, right? Which is that they built this suit and then they discovered that it had massive heat issues and just strapped on a bunch of vents everywhere. Yeah, it's just the problem is the vents that they strapped on are like in some really awkward places. Um, mm -hmm. 
But yes, uh, this unit has the exam system on it, um, which we will... The exam system will follow us throughout all the Blue Destiny suits. Uh, the exam system is a system that gives quote-unquote normal pilots uh, the ability to become new types, uh, at least in terms of their piloting skills. Uh, you know, a very weird understanding of what a new type is here, but new types is when you pilot good, at least according to the exam system. Um, now, the system sounds like, okay, we're, we're using a Gundam ground type, right? We're, we're working in the realm of, like, 8th MS team. We want to go realistic with this. Well, the exam system has the captive soul of the new type Marion Welch in it. And that is how mm -hmm. it does this. Now, that's the secret sauce. I wish they didn't word it this way because if they had worded it like, oh, like a cybernetic type thing, right? Like her consciousness was uploaded into this, right? But they insist on using the word soul. And this isn't just on the wiki. This isn't just like the editorializing. This is how it is described is her soul in there. And that makes it have like this really weird quality to it. This the entire thing. Um, I mean, it's not, it's not like there is, you know. Even in First Gundam, we get con the concept of a new type in their soul. Right? Oh, yeah, no, it Lala's makes sense soul. within Gundam. It's just funny to me, like, with this. Like, it just feels so incongruous with, like, other things that are going on with it. Um, but, I don't know. Uh, so I, I, think it's, I think it's really funny that you have the Federation who's, like, new types aren't a thing. They're not real. It's a grand conspiracy theory. And then off in another corner, they have their scientists who are like, so we're going to stick the new type soul in the robot. Well, to be fair, <laughs> comma, um, the professor, uh, Chlust Moses, um, was actually from Zeon's Flanagan Institute originally. And he defected, I guess. He's scared of new types. It sucks. <laughs> Yeah. It's oh, I fear the new type. I'm going to develop a computer system. Uh Basically, uh he thinks that he his belief was that uh oh, new types being good at combat means that uh, you know, uh they are be creating being created to fight the enemy, the old types. And I'm like, uh I hate everything about this new type theory happening here. Um but uh very stupid man yeah Ch chlust moses or sorry clust i guess it's pronounced even though it's spelled with the ch it's clust but yeah we'll move on from the the uh unit zero very quickly because frankly this machine is just nothing. an abject failure yeah it's nothing it's this was developed for uh a manga uh this does not appear in the video game the actual star of the game at least the first game because there are three games uh it for the uh sega Saturn. Uh, is the Blue Destiny Unit 1. Um, fits the name much better because this mobile suit is uh, very blue. Um, so if we start with the design. Uh, you've got a, a gym head with a Gundam chin that is done in a much better style, I think, than uh, what they did with the Unit 0, which is funny because the Unit 0 is obviously supposed to be hinting at this, but it just... Well, I mean, it's literally the Unit 0's head. It, it is, but it isn't. Like, it, it, it is in story, but, like, you can tell that the Unit Zero's design in the artwork is different. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I, I think it might, you might be right, like, with, like, it, it being exactly the same, but, I don't know, there's something about, like, maybe it is just the color that just makes the Unit Zero's head look so much lamer. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't look as cool. I mean, like, 
the story is that the exam system was, was in the located in the it head, in the and head, so they yeah. just put the head on it. Yeah, so. that's why the head yeah. is the important part, uh, which comes up in a couple of cool images. Um, the torso uh, is differing from the unit zeros in that, uh, so the unit zero doubles up the vents. This doubles up having chest machine guns, uh, uh, as well as having, you can see them right below the machine guns, waste-located missiles. Which are pretty cool, actually. Uh, they are wire controlled. Um, I mm. so the wire controlled missile thing is really funny because obviously when you're playing the Saturn game, there's no visible wire. You just shoot them; they fire forward their missiles. Uh, in Gundam Extreme Versus, however, this is shown to be like they're on a weird wire that allows them to like rotate a whole bunch, and then you can choose to release the wire, which makes them fly really fast. Which really cool in the game. Though I also don't think that's how wire-guided missiles are supposed to work either. No. Um, no, usually wire-guided is just a terminology to refer to the fact that you're steering them. Yeah, it's... <laughs> mm, I, I guess the, the reason they are literally wired, like wire-guided, is because you have to have the wire connected to them for getting through Minofsky's. Yeah, Minofsky's. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you get the chest machine guns, you've got the two missiles... Um, you still got, like, the cockpit styling from the ground Gundam, where it pops up on the top of it. Um, mm -hmm. the arms, uh, you've got the shoulders from the ground Gundam, though with some extra armor. I actually really like that on these. Like, it's got, like, the normal shoulder armor, and then it has, like, an extra plate underneath popping out, and I really like the look of that. Uh, it just gives mm -hmm. the silhouette a more, like, wide look that I think looks cool. Um, now, if you want to talk about good wrist events... You go down to the wrists on the blue Destiny 1. It does still have wrist vents, but instead of looking plastered on, they are actually built into the armor, and it looks way cooler. Um, mm -hmm. I also love how shiny the colored art of this thing is. It looks like a yeah. perfectly new paint, like done, newly done paint job, you know? Um, as you go down the waist, though, to from the torso to the waist, you actually get a very interesting waist. Because instead of having, like, the normal, like, sort of like sectioned abs set up a lot of federation suits have this one you just almost got like a turret type of connection mm -hmm. it's really weird um on the original art just this like like i said it's just like it's almost like a turret basically is what it reminds me of it's round it's completely round and it just connects the torso into the waist there it's pretty cool and it's carried forward into other art, too. That's not just a one-off. It's this weird, like, as you say, like, sectionalized, like, like just like it spins on this. It's, it's, mm -hmm. It is strange looking. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's very abnormal. And, I mean, this art, very obviously still done by Okawara. I, I'm curious what, why he made that specific decision. Because it, it's a weird decision. <laughs> um, it's cool, but it's, it's just weird. Um, I don't know, maybe it's an attempt to add additional like points of maneuverability to try you know like when you are creating a machine for a, a central essentially new type use right because of the exam system but also you clearly don't want to gather data on how new types actually work you're kind of like i don't know maybe they can do real weird shit with their spines oh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah yeah it's it's strange um it's funny because of how boxy the chest is that, like, games like GBO2 and stuff, while still using, like, that same kind of torso, they don't make it as round. They make it almost, like, sort of, like, uh, a, a, like a rectangle with the corners kind of, like, more, you know, rounded. 
um, mm-hmm. to try to work with it. But it, you can very much tell in the original art, it's just the circle. It's just a, it, literally the upper torso is almost like a turret for the legs. Which I actually, I, like mm-hmm. I said, I really appreciate it. I actually like it not just using your standard uh, sectioned like abs like a lot of Gundam types tend to. Um, as you move down, you go to the legs. Uh, it has longer side skirts and front skirts and such than the um, ground Gundam had. Um, mm-hmm. The legs, uh, you, you don't get like the legs having the... Um, what's it like the uh the little spiky bits from the ground gundam instead it, it does just have pretty like plain frontal legs with some cool details uh the sides of the legs instead of being beam saber holsters are extra uh vents or uh thrusters which are pretty cool um as for the backpack the backpack's probably the weirdest thing because this is a backpack that is almost integrated into the torso um it mm-hmm. is so flatly and almost like it goes around it right like a lot of mobile suits like the backpack is on top of a torso right or like slammed into a torso this one is a little different because you can even see like at the bottom of the backpack like the back of the blue destiny has a weird shape and it's almost just part of it yeah it's it's inlaid somewhat i believe in uh the very first gundam breaker that it shows up in in uh i think it is it two or three shoot um but both in both games, uh, the, the the Blue Destiny doesn't even get its own backpack unit. Like it's just this is the torso, <laughs> which hmm. is kind of fun. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, so uh, we've talked about the exam system. Uh, some quick notes on the armaments. It does still have head Vulcans, um, while also having those chest uh Gatling Vulcans. Those are pretty cool. I love the chest guns on it actually because they they look hmm. they. It almost looks like the barrels of a gun pointing out of the chest in a way I think is really yeah. interesting. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because Vulcans are usually just, you have a circle, this is a Vulcan. Um, and Like in the head and stuff. Like we know that they're supposed to have like the Gatling gun design on the inside, but from the outside, the detail doesn't look that great. These look really cool. Um, IMO. Uh, you got beam sabers. Uh, the beam sabers are still stored in the lower leg area so like i guess the the calves of those open i'd have to look at the model i actually don't remember seeing that because in the game when it pulls out the beam saber i think it just has it out (laughs) um Mm -hmm. but yeah i guess the calves actually still do have like an opening mechanism for storing the beam sabers which is pretty cool it is still in large part a gundam ground type so yeah that makes sense um a very heavily modified one but I, I guess this is less modified in some way. Some could argue it's less modified than the Easy 8 is uh, in terms of shape in some areas. Or about mm-hmm. the same. Um, does also use that same light shield that we talked about. Oh, uh, I should have mentioned it last episode, and I didn't. Uh, but the Gundam Ground Type's little uh, short shield can be used as a melee weapon also. Uh, besides being driven into the ground to stabilize the gun, you can just punch someone with it. Um, because the front of it is sure. like extra hardened. It's got these these like twin spikes basically. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. so in the game, uh, the Blue Destiny basically only uses its rifle, the beam saber, and uh, the like, um, the shield and stuff. A lot of the times you see it, it actually doesn't do like <sighs> when you first see this unit it get used in the game. It doesn't move like how a gym does. Like the game. Uh, if anyone here has played Gun Griffin, uh, those kind of games, like first-person uh, mecha shooters, the games mm. on the Saturn play very similarly to those games. Um, now, 
when you first run into the Blue Destiny, it is ridiculous because this machine it does hovering movement, sort of like Dom style, um, and it doesn't look like the Arc does because when the exam mode goes active, uh, and that's how you first run into it, uh, the visor goes from green to red. All the thrusters go from having normal thrust to red thrust. Don't ask me how that works. It's fine. It's cool. <laughs> I mean, listen, new type. You've got a new type ghost in You've there. You've got a new type ghost Shit's gonna act inside, weird. Of, <laughs> inside of it. Um, it's, it's a really weird unit. And when you first see it appear, it basically just rams into like two gyms and like just destroys them in melee combat. Um and uh, basically spends its entire time sliding around, firing missiles and machine guns from its chest, and then trying to cut you in half. It's pretty cool. I like it. Uh, it's so striking, too, like, having, like, the contrast of the red on the head with, like, the blue torso. It, it's also mm -hmm. just a very weird-looking mobile suit, because you usually don't get this kind of color scheme on a mobile suit like this. Um, it's just, it's, it's yeah. very flashy. Um but it, it's a cool design. I like it a lot. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I also want to shout out: we get the we get the um, aluminum foil, right? It's got magnetic. Yes, coating. yes, it does have magnetic coating. Um, because because you know, uh, if it's high mobility, it's meant for new type. Uh, you know, it's and it's going to be used primarily in melee, seemingly, or close range combat. Generally, it seems like it wants to go for close range combat, doing a lot of like, you know, it's going to boost at you and hurt you type movements. Mm -hmm. I, I really like that about it. It is a very close range mobile suit even for a mobile suit, even though it has access to like these other weapons, like these ranged weapons. Yeah, it's a real brawler. Yeah. Uh to the point where in uh in like extreme versus also, instead of just using like the saber, uh it just punches a lot of the time when it's in exam mode. It doesn't even bother with the sabers. It just starts <laughs> trying to kill its opponents by beating them to death. <laughs> um which is maybe a consequence of the exam system, because if we can go for the details on it now. So we talked about how the exam system has uh, the soul of the new type Marion Welch in it. Um, well, it is. she does not enjoy being part of this, which means that the Blue Destiny units generally don't do well with being in exam mode. It does make the uh, the machine very responsive. It makes the pilot able to, uh, you know, basically pilot as if they were a quote-unquote new type. Uh, but also, uh, it maybe kind of also doesn't do good on people's brains to have that happen. Um, well, yeah, because the thing is, she's, like, she's conscious in there, She is right? conscious, yeah, and she and, doesn't want to be so here. They Right, so you you get you get temporary access to new type powers, including you know new type ability to connect to people, and the first person you connect to is the ghost in your chair saying, "Please let me out of here." Yeah, and she and she does try to communicate with the pilots and stuff, but it also it doesn't again doesn't actually go good for a lot of the pilots. Like she just wants to be let out. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But yeah. Uh, there's actually a um, limiter system for uh, the exam system for this reason. Uh, it only allows five minutes, and then it'll basically overheat and force a shutdown. Um, but yeah, uh, and I'm trying to think. Prior to this, we don't really have a super mode system that works in this way, right? We have like the biosensor no. on the Zeta, which is you know calling the uh, the the ghost parade to help. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but that's all willingly is like kind of the implication. It's not like it's dragging people's souls into like the Zeta to force them to help. This is just the person being trapped in it. Um, uh, another interesting detail is that um, she's not dead. Yeah, no, she's not dead. Her body is coma, uh, comatose. Yeah, she's she's just she's just sort of trapped in here. If um, the impl- I guess depending on the manga or the game is the implication. In, in some versions, it's like if you destroy all the exam systems, she'll die, and some of them, it's like if you destroy all the exam systems, she'll wake up. Yeah. Um. So, uh, the machine is eventually uh damaged and destroyed by a rival unit that we will have to give its own episode, but um. There is a couple of machines with exam systems, and not just the three blue, the, well, four blue destinies, I guess. Uh, but mm-hmm. that one will get its own episode. Uh, if you look up the Efri custom, though, it's a really cool suit. Uh, anyway, um, so as you mentioned, there are manga adaptations, and not just one. There are actually two, if not more. But there's two that I know of. There was an original manga that ran like, you know, it's an older one that ran in like the 90s, uh, or like maybe like late 90s early 2000s and then you have the the new version of the story which is where that blue destiny unit zero comes from uh the mm-hmm. other thing with the new manga is that the designs are actually redesigned by someone that we've now talked about kind of not we haven't talked about him directly but we talked about a show he works on a lot um we have designs by naoki who is famous for working on a lot of the build shows doing the manga and he gives mm-hmm. the Blue Destiny a very different type of design. Um, it's a lot boxier. It looks dope. It's really weird, right? Because they got the Unit Zero, which is in this manga, to be drawn by Okawara. But then they got mm-hmm. the Blue Destiny Unit 1 to be drawn by Naoki here. And yeah, I, I, I do like it. Um, It does have Naoki's signature thinness going on. Like, it doesn't feel as wide as I would want it to be, necessarily. And I feel like a lot of his designs kind of run on looking like their silhouettes are thin. But... The art itself is not bad. I love the what he did with the head here. You, you'll you all be able to see this mm-hmm. if you're on the page. Just look for the illustration by Naoki. It is in the gallery on the wiki. Um, You've got this, like, two-layered, like, like vertically two-layered antenna that I mm-hmm. really like the look It of. actually kind of reminds me of that early ground-type antenna uh, that was on the other side of the head uh, that we looked at last episode for the gun and ground type. Uh, mm. It's pretty cool. I like it a lot. Um, it does do the... Uh, tra- uh, not traffic, like the airplane light thing, where you have the red lights and the green lights to represent the right and left side of it, um, which I always feel mixed on. Uh, GBO2 does this as well, and it's, I think the one-to-one statue, the the new bad-looking one, uh, also does it. It's don't necessarily like the look of it, but it's fine. It, it's not bad here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just funny to me that you need to indicate which part is the right part of the mobile suit and the left part of the mobile suit with some colored lights. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's pretty cool. Um, it does also add a little bit more to the transformation, namely, uh, the thrusters on the legs pop open when it's in exam mode, which is pretty cool. I we mm. we always like a, a, a sliding part transformation. But yeah, so tragically, the head of the exam uh, system infused uh, Blue Destiny One is destroyed. But then, it isn't the last Blue Destiny unit because next we have. The Blue Destiny Unit 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Blue Destiny Unit 2 uh, was made by the Earth Federation. Um, it was developed by Clust Moses. Again, same guy uh, who developed the Blue Destiny 1. It has no time limit 
on its exam system, first of all. And it is more based on the Gundam ground type explicitly because they just give it a Gundam head. Mm -hmm. Um, It also has the backpack that is like a a weird, it's a weird backpack because it actually is very reminiscent of like the Mark II style backpack. Um, Yeah. And it's obviously meant for like space. So even though this was based on a ground type Gundam, uh, this one is, this one is space capable. Uh, because of like the backpack and vernier arrangement, it is actually able to move around in space. Um, you as you move down it, you've got a lot of similar parts. It's still got like the waist-mounted missiles. You still got the chest machine guns. Um, the shoulders. You got a nice painted O2. You add some white, which I actually like uh, how it breaks up the blue a little when you add the white like this. Like the joints are all mm. white too, which is interesting. It's a weird color for joints because um, you're so used to seeing them in like just gray on mobile suits. Um, but yes, you got, you got a little bit more color breaking up, uh, with the blocking here on the Blue Destiny unit too. Um, and of course, that's before our good friend Nimbus, uh, what's his name? Nimbus Schwertzen? Uh, Schwertzen. 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 Sure. It's a weird name. It's not a real name. It's not a real name. We'll just, we'll just call him Nimbus. Uh, Nimbus, uh, when he gets it, does add one little more flourish to it, uh, says i don't like decals of numbers uh i'm gonna paint the shoulders red and he does uh it's too bad because i do think these colors look cool on the other hand i do add zero six to literally every machine i pilot in gbo2 oh god i should have realized you would do that i didn't even (laughs) think about that i wish i mean so like because of my birthday i add 24 to a lot of suits uh Mm. Or not in not in like that game, but like in other games where you can like actually like type out things like uh, armored core and stuff. Sometimes I'll do like twenty four as a number, um, for that mm-hmm. reason. But yeah, I guess six. Yeah, I guess it makes sense you would use six. Lucky yep. you with your uh, being able to do an O X number. I wish they'd let you customize that more in GBO two. Anyway, sorry. Um, GBO two talk. Welcome. Um, but yeah, so the uh, Blue Destiny Unit two. Um, uses uh the Gundam ground type style beam rifle um and it changes the shield from being the short shield into the sort of like gym command style shield with uh you know it's got, it's got the longer it's it's the longer shield with like the bottom section with the different color and you've got like the little bolts on the top of it um mm-hmm. and the little window mm-hmm. uh and it's it's a pretty cool look it's a good look uh the B- uh the blue destiny 2 pretty cool machine um, and again, much like the other ones, you've got a little bit of a Naoki redesign, though I don't know if the wiki actually has it. Um, it's not much changed, though, because, again, it's mostly the head stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and, like, making it less wide. Uh, but, uh, the Blue Destiny Unit 2 has beam sabers still, uh, still on the legs. Uh, but, uh, in the 2015 manga, apparently, uh, they move them to the backpack, and I'm, that's why I want to see the 2015 designs. At that point, oh yeah, that sounds. At good. that point, it's, then you're just full Mark It's just II. the Mark II, yeah. At that point, with that backpack, um, but uh, yeah. So, uh, a lot of the times in video games and such, when you see this one using the sabers just to show how much cooler it is, it will actually dual wield the sabers when it's in the exam mode. And much like mm-hmm. the original, when this is in exam mode, all of its thrust exhaust turns red. Uh, the eyes mm-hmm. and the cam- forehead camera turn red, uh, and it is ready to murder. 
Um, and I mentioned at the start, but unlike the prior one, this is not given a limiter. Um, Nimbus, no. Nimbus also t has a tendency to go a little extra anyway uh, after stealing this. So, you know, that, that probably explains it. I mean, it. listen, if you're going to be like, you know, it's it's if you're in a situation where you're fighting alongside people like the pilot of the unit one would be. You want to have a limiter so you don't kill your allies. Yes. However, if you've stolen this mobile suit and you're in the middle of a bunch of enemies, who do I guess you yeah, it doesn't matter. Kill? It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Friendly fire is not really a case there. Um, yeah. And I, like with the original, I should mention um, the original was really weird because the original, when you do find it, um, it it, it is like it it begins going under uh like. They start testing it near a Xeon base, and then it loses control, basically, and tries to kill everyone, uh, and then y'all mm -hmm. disable it. And then your character going, I help disable this. I guess I'll pilot it. <laughs> um, that's not actually what Yu does. Yu is a very quiet person. Uh, Yu Kojima, famously in some games, doesn't even uh, is not even allowed a voice uh, in some games, which is very funny to me. Um, very silent protagonist. But uh, yeah. So, the Blue Destiny Unit 2, uh, stolen and piloted by Nimbus Schutzen. Uh, and then, finally, we have... Well, well just real okay. quick, there is the there is the Unit 2 Omega. It's a dumb variant. We're not going to talk about Unit it. Unit 2 Omega, it is colored in different colors. Uh, it's from Katana, and Katana is wacky, because Katana is the one by... The person who did were Federation Hooligans, which is a manga that is a little bit comedic in some ways because it's very like what if high school what if we wrote all these soldiers as high school delinquents it's very silly the guy who writes it is very silly i'm not saying it's bad i don't i just don't care for this variant the unit 2 omega it's just mm -hmm. it's a color variant that's all it's it's not different enough to be interesting and yeah not worth talking about now unit 3 <sighs> Obviously, we talked about how in the Unit 2, uh, dual-wielding a lot to show how cool it is. That's why the Unit 3 also has a beam saber in its mouth. No. No? no? Okay, I tried. No, it does not. It does not. Don't make things up. You'll confuse <laughs> You'll confuse people, because that's a, it almost sounds like it could be something, is the problem. Um, <laughs> no, we are not putting a knife in the mouth of this Arbalist style. No, this, uh, this is the Blue Destiny Unit 3. Um... Unit 3 is very similar to the Unit 2. Um, you've got a really weird teal color for the joints, though, that amuses me. Otherwise, very mm -hmm. standard, like, ground Gundam tricolor, I should say. Because it does use, like, the darker yeah. blue, but it is, like, you know, white, red, and blue. Um, with the yellow V-fin. I... Mm. So I like the Blue Destiny 2. I don't really care for the Blue Destiny 3, because it's just a, it's just a worse Blue Destiny 2 is the problem. It is. I, I completely agree. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, did you want a Blue Destiny that is, you know, a bit more, I don't know, boring? You want a heroic-looking Blue Destiny? Oh, actually, I can show you, because for whatever reason, the BD3 page has this. Hey, Naoki's designs for the BD2 and 3. They're on the Blue Destiny. Oh, that ones look... These are sick. That looks great. I love the extra white on the chest that he added, like that little band there. Um, he, mm -hmm. he just adds a lot of little extra details that go a long way to making these really cool. Oh, I also like uh, on the collar, you get some extra vents. Um, kind of like uh, like some of the gems in 0080 have, um, which is mm -hmm. pretty neat. And you get these very, even like boxier shoulders. Um, 
He also gets rid of the on the on the unit three. He gets rid of that jo- teal joint. It's just typical gray yeah. joint, and it just looks better. Yeah. Now, to be fair, I think most depictions show it with like the um, gray joint, like even like the modern model kit or the older model kit. Um, mm. It's just that art, though. I don't know why Okora's art. It's very teal. <laughs> um. Well, that's the color of its exam system. It doesn't have a red exam. It has a blue exam. Wait. Because it's a hero. No, hold on. That doesn't. Look at look at look at the like scroll down to like the exam version of its HG. Hold on. What the hell? That okay? That's what the new one. I'm pretty sure this is supposed to still. I haven't played Blue Destiny three and GBO two. I thought it still goes red. I actually was convinced of this. Hold on. I haven't. I haven't either. But like, yeah, the the bits of art I'm seeing, I think it turns that's blue. So that. God damn it. It's not like Marion feels any better being in this machine. Why is it not evil? <laughs> Come on. She loves it, actually. It's great. No, no, it's not. She hates this. Hold on. I'm going to look at the model because I'm I'm curious if it actually... I, I don't even think it comes with another color of, of light, actually. is. No, it does come with red eyes. Okay, it comes with red camera and red eyes. It can turn red. It just isn't in that one screen cap. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, here we go. Uh, okay, I got worried for a second that this would be something with like the new model because I was pretty sure. I, I was like, I'm pretty sure it turns red still. Um, and I, then I'm like second guessing myself because I'm like, what the fuck? What, did they really make it blue and heroic? I'm so angry if they do. They didn't. It's just okay. They they just did that on that one piece of art. Yeah, it's reason. just the cover. Okay. Art. Um, it is still red. Okay. In, in other depictions. Good. Good. I was okay. I was very okay. worried. Listen, it was du- like at least it would be something to talk about. I would latch onto it just cuz like at least it's different. I think it's bad, it, yeah. but like it would be a way that the unit 3 distinguishes itself from the just straight up better unit 2. Mm-hmm. And then uh I guess also in that new manga because uh Naoki always is doing something like this. Uh we get this, the Blue Destiny Full armed, which actually I like that because it's not a full armor if you're not adding armor. It is not, you cannot call something you just put a bunch of guns on a full armor. It is full, like armed maybe or armament, but not armor. Uh, yeah, okay, so I like looking at this. I like it because, okay, it's got the, it's got the beam rifle. It's got propellant tanks. It's got the hyper bazooka. It's got the little handheld missile launchers strapped to its shoulders. Mm-hmm. And then it's also got a cannon unit. Yep, it's pretty cool. Um, I like this. Uh, it's a lot. It's a very extra unit, but I like it. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, we just talked about the exam system. Um, and we've gone through the three units. There's not a lot more to say about the unit three, because the unit three is just the unit two, but worse. Now, mm-hmm. six, you play GBO2. What mm-hmm. is the other famous system that people get to go super mode in and then they die really quickly because they decide to, uh, you know, give up any notion of positioning when they do it? Do you remember? No, I don't know if I've run into this. Oh, I was going to say the Pale Rider and the Hades system. Oh, I have, I've, I've not seen very many Pale That's Riders. That's fair. It's, it's a unit with problems in that game. But it's related enough that I feel we should talk about it. Because let's do it. The pale rider, the pale rider is an interesting yeah. one, and um, be, it would be hard to talk about because it's related to so many machines that it could come up at any possible time. 
But because of the Hades system, I think we should talk about it here. I think one of the big things of the Pale Rider is that it has a super mode. And the super mode is sort of based on the exam system. So I feel this is the, probably the best place to talk about it. The Pale Rider is the RX-80 PR. This is from Mobile Suit Gundam Side Story, The Missing Link, which was a video game for the PS3, which has problems because it was like, hey, we're going to remake all of those old Side Stories games everyone likes. And people kept latching onto the word remake, and it turns out, no, it's not a remake. They just included campaigns in its own engine based on all the games, which on one mm. hand is reasonable. On the other hand, they could have just, you know, done HD versions or like, you know, just put the old, like ported the old games onto it and people probably would have been happier. Um, people got very mm -hmm. cross at this game for this. Um, it's called Missing Link, though, because it tries to tie together all the storylines for all these things. A fool's endeavor, I might add, as someone who has talked about how you can't think about canon and Gundam and trying to, like, make everything all make sense at once because it's a road to insanity. But Missing Link tries. It doesn't do a good job. Um, anyway, the Pale Rider, though, is... The star unit, I would say, of the game. Uh, last episode, we talked about the Slave Wraith. No one gives a shit. It's just a crappy brown type. This thing, though, this thing's fucking cool. Um, I, I do actually like the Slave Wraith, but I, I just... Look, I need to talk up this thing. Anyway, um, so, starting with the head, you've got a gym-style eyes, but you've got a Gundam face, which I like the look of a lot. Like, it has a visor mm -hmm. eye, but it's got the face vents, it's got the chin, you've got cheek vents... Similar to, like, a 0080 gym again. They love taking elements from those 0080 gyms, actually, on these suits I'm learning. Um, you got these cool... That was the Cold Districts? Uh, either the Cold Districts or the Command have that, uh, the, the little vents like that. Same with the chest, actually. Mm -hmm. It has those top vents, also. They love put... Mm -hmm. People love taking from the 0080 gyms, which, to be fair, they have a lot of cool little elements that people like, even if the final suits are not things people enjoy. Um... Mm -hmm. I love the Vulcan area on this because I love, like, the circle on the side of the head with the little Vulcan peeking out. Um, yeah, And looks Then you've got uh, the Mohawk camera, and the back of the Mohawk camera actually has an antenna that, sh that shoots back out of it, which is pretty cool. Um, as you move down to the torso, you've got a dark, like, basically black-colored torso uh, with some chest vents, chest vents around the collar. Uh, pretty standard in design, just it looks good, though, like, you know. Not a lot to say about it noteworthy-wise, but it just looks good. Um, the arms and the shoulders, uh, you've got, you know, little verniers on them. Your standard details you expect to get with this. Um, as you move down, the forearms actually have uh, little beam guns, which I love. Um, mm -hmm. Just like little pew-pew beam guns. Uh, these are actually coming from uh, one unit that this is based on, which are uh, the Gundam's unit, uh, Gundam units 4 and 5. We'll talk about those in their own episode, but it does inherit those from that. Uh, when you go down to the side skirts, you get some interesting stuff because... So the front skirt's basically what you expect. The side skirts, you have a very cool saber setup where, like... Yeah. They're handled almost like like there's an invisible sheath there, like the way that they're poke, like the handles are poking out. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. It looks good. Yeah, very, like, like side holstered like, like a proper sword. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Um, move down to the legs. You get some cool Alex-style uh, verniers on, like, the side of the legs there, like big booster sections. Um, mm-hmm. Then you've got vents on the front. You've got cool boosters on the back as well. And then the rest of it, pretty standard, like, Federation-style feet for the one-year war. Um, mm -hmm. This is a one-year war machine, by the way. Um, you run into... This is a problem you run into. All of these machines running around in the one-year war. We just don't see them. It's fine. Um, but, uh, yeah, so 
the Pale Rider, um, I mentioned that, that it has the hand beam guns, the uh, Vulcans, the beam sabers. Uh, it also ha uh, typically uses actually the bullpup machine gun, uh, like the ones used also in 0080 uh, with the top loaded cartridge, um, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. Uh, it can use like the 100 millimeter ground type machine gun that we talked about before. Um, it can use the uh, it, it can use a 180 millimeter cannon, but it's not the same. Um, mm. It has a cool one that folds on its own backpack. Uh, it's a little smaller. Uh, the barrel's not as uh, as long, but it's really cool because it like folds up on the back and then it slides under the arm. Oh, it's and underslung. it's underslung. Yep, and it pops up and nice. it can you know wield it like that. I like the way it looks. I love underslung rifles. Uh, I feel like more mecha should use them. Um, you've got also um taking from the Gundam Unit Five, you get a giant Gatling gun that it can also use typically uh with its uh, space variant. Because yeah, I feel like that's its most famous armament. Yes, when this thing is in, when this thing is on the ground. Oh, should mention its last piece of ground equipment. Uh, it does use the Jim Striker style shield, which has the two little pile bunkers on the front of it. Uh, so it's an even stabbier stabby shield, which is pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. there's also the space version of it. Uh, the space version of this uh uses the Gat uh, Gatling gun that we mentioned, and uh on the other arm you get like a weird foldy style shield again. Very Mark II-like, actually. Um, love alluding to the Mark II way back in the One Year War. Why not Why not just make a goddamn Grips conflict side story? Anyway, that's just my own gripe with uh, One Year War side stories, <laughs> but, you know. Um, just, just make a Grips conflict one. It's fine. You can do it. <laughs> um, I can? Anyone can. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, but... Finally, the thing we do want to mention, though, the most important fancy system of the... Oh, also, uh, sorry, real quick. It can have, like, missile pods on the ground form. They're just little ones that attach to the leg. They get purged after they get used, so, you, you know, it just fires mm. three missiles and then drops them. It's fine. Um, but, uh, it has the Hades system. The Hyper Animosity Detect Estimate System. That's a great acronym. Wonderful acronym. I hate it. I love it. Hyper animosity detect is just a that's an all time phrase. I it's love that so much. Um, <laughs> so it was created in a secret research lab in Augusta, uh, Augusta being where uh, I believe there's um, a set of new type labs in Augusta. I know that's where like the Gundam Mark V comes out of, the Gaplant comes out of there, etc. In later things, uh, sometimes uh, the Oakland one also. But anyway, uh, hey hey Dylan, yeah, what's the weakest part of a mobile suit? pilot okay mm -hmm. let's fix that yeah <laughs> so when activated the hades forcefully disables all mobile suit limiters to draw a 100 machine performance it also transmits uh to the pilot the optimal solution from a learning computer oh we have a zero system here too right yes mm -hmm. uh mm -hmm. we have an exam system and a zero system right because this has to be really fucking cool doesn't it um although imperfect the system yeah. seeks to pre-read enemy pilot thoughts via sensing through psychomu waves so it's it's a, it is a <laughs> can i can i just say it is a it is a partial ntd without saying what that acronym yeah. is and people will get it um as well as having the exam as well as having the zero system it is the lot. activation of the haiti system causes the exhaust vents of the mobile suit to become red hot through forceful venting of gases <laughs> and like the exam system the mobile suit sensors glow red um not only red though also gold, because uh, 
this has to be fucking cooler. So, a lot of the times, the chest vents, like, all the areas that are white on the mobile suit, turn gold. I guess it might be that the white and the red are, like, you're seeing, like, the red come out of a white area. Or maybe the, uh, you know, okay, here's what it is. The vents are probably made of a different metal than the rest of the thing for, like, thermoconduction, and they're glowing yellow. God, hot. yeah, I can see that. Uh, so all the actual, like, <laughs> venting and stuff, even though the exhaust and, like, the thrust turns red, they all turn gold. It's ridiculous. This machine is fun. <laughs> Love it. Um, it's really dumb. It's very dumb. Uh, to withstand the high Gs from the mobile suit Titan performance and enhance coordination with Hades, the pilot is mentally and physically enhanced through drugs and inhumane body modification. The treatments serve to dull all necessary thoughts, making the pilot a part of the system. However, this can exert a toll on the pilot, leading to memory impairment. Um, the pilot... The, the thing is, you're not really a pilot. The machine is piloting you. You are a vessel for the machine at that point, which is actually a really cool idea, is the thing. Well, and that's part of the naming, right? Is it's the pale rider yes right the mobile suit is the rider you are the horse yeah yeah it's... <laughs> it's 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 too much like they should have calmed down but it is the thing sick. is right the, the problem is it's also just cool this is a cool mobile suit it looks cool as hell um it has like optional attachable like fucking propellant tanks i love that shit it's great um one other equipment set for it this is this comes up in like gbo and i think the manga uh, at, at some point, Vincent Gleisner, a character from the manga, ends up piloting the Pale Rider and on it because he's a Xeon pilot. He replaces the weapons with, uh, uses the Gelgu Jaeger beam ri uh, machine gun rifle thing. Uh, he has mm -hmm. two beam Naginatas uh, on, uh, from the uh, Gelgu, and then he has the leg missile pods from uh, the Efreet Kai, or Efreet Custom. Um... Anyway, yes, this machine is edgy. It's cool. The first time it's introduced in the video game, it's wearing a fucking cloak. Because of course it is. Um, <laughs> it just wreaks havoc. It, it, it feels, this feels very much like someone's like, you know, I want to make the coolest insert OC. But also, I think you're allowed to do that when you're making robots. It's cool. But this is the thing about these side stories, is these like these one year war like game focused side stories, is the power creep just gets out of control. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and it's it, I mean even let's be fair, even in some of the animes the, the animated adaptations we get of the one year war, you have that problem. You know. I'm just saying, like if any of these machines took on the Mark II, you know, ten years later, the Mark II would have eaten shit. Yeah. Uh, except for I, I love it because sometimes these games, uh, like Double O Eighty One, does this like gives the numbers uh on the zeta units that appear in it like it gives them super high numbers so even though the suits that you have in the game feel ridiculous it's just like oh mark ii is here just one shots everything okay it's a very <laughs> silly uh way of handling it but yeah i i get what you mean though uh the pale rider uh at one point is this thing gets so many upgrades because everyone thought it was cool so everyone wanted to make their own pale rider and this is a relatively new thing but it doesn't matter because our first upgrade does not appear in the game even. It is the Pale Rider Cavalry. Um, the Pale Rider Cavalry oh uses... Uh, so it changes some of the design. The head becomes even more Gundam-like. It actually... So a thing to mention, when it, the Pale Rider has its visor glow, you actually see eyes underneath it. Like, so it has Gundam-style mm. eyes, just like almost like a pair of shades over them, just to prove how fucking That's cool really it is. That's really cool. Um... <laughs> But uh, the Pale Rider Cavalry just almost removes the visor, so you just have the eyes. 
Um, mm-hmm. uh, you add a V-fin to the head. Um, you add a bit more color separation and some armor banding and stuff. Uh, a little bit more armor on like the skirts that uh, change. Uh, the main thing this adds is... Uh, oh, you do get rid of those wrist oh, guns. Oh, you do get rid of the wrist guns too, yeah. Uh, what this primarily adds is a ridiculous weapon called the so Shekinah, much. the composite weapon, which is made of a giant Gatling <sighs> gun, a mega beam launcher, and a micro-missile launcher. Uh, it's sort of similar to the frame launcher of the uh, Heavy Gundam, but the frame launcher is like a little bit more understated because this thing has a Gatling gun and a beam cannon and missiles. Um, and a multi-barreled rec- rocket launcher, th- missile launcher. This is, I think... The dumbest looking it, weapon. It also we've seen wears it over the, the whole forearm, which is cool as fuck. Yeah, it's it's a it's Samus like, gun. It's like the heavy arms. It's the heavy arms arm only with like two more guns stacked on top yeah. of it. It's so it's dumb. so dumb. It's so dumb. Uh, ridiculous feature creep. You talk about it, and this has it. Uh, not only that though, but then we have this thing's upgrade that comes afterwards. The Pale Rider Dullahan. Um. The Pale Rider Dolohan is the last Pale Rider because I guess the thing was they built multiple Pale Riders and then they customized each of the multiple ones. Uh, this is like the Pale Rider is just the Federation's version of the Efreet, which will get its own episode at some point. But the Efreet has the problem of like in the original game it was introduced in oh this wasn't considered for mass production and only eight of them were made and then everything wanted to make it so like it, it turns out like four of those eight were all customized into specific like super special units. That's apparently what happened to the Pale Rider also, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the uh, Pale Rider Dullahan. Uh, so, the the, the Pale Rider uh, Cavalry still has the Hades system. The Dullahan mm-hmm. does not. Oh, should note, the, pale, the Hades system, even though it's based on the exam system, I guess doesn't require new type souls, so don't worry about it. It's fine. We just learned how to do that with a computer. That's nice. We, we still left her in Good. there, that means, but, you know, it doesn't matter. Um in the other one that's going on at the same time as this game. Um, the Pale Rider Dullahan, though, is very similar in uh, design to the um, Cavalry. Um, like, a lot of the design changes are the same. Uh, it gets painted this sickly yellow, uh, and then uh, it uses the Gym Guard's giant shield with the Gatling guns, and in the other hand, the Heat Lance from the RX-81. Um ridiculous ridiculous machine uh just a giant yeah. shield and a giant lance uh no super mode though because that would be that'd be too silly uh finally there is one other variant this is a minor one this is the pale rider d2 this pops up in anaheim laboratory log this is just a pale rider cavalry slash dolahan but in titan's colors and given a beam rifle and no haiti system that's well- it well, there is one last variant. Uh, we do have the Toad's Runner. The AMX-18 uh, Hades Toad's Runner. Uh, AMX-18, uh, this is fun because... So, uh, Xeon recovered uh, the Pale Rider at the end of the conflict. Um, and they basically built around it and built this machine. Uh, you can mm. tell by AMX, this is actually Axis, like, Axis mobile suit, but like experimental. Um, that's what a lot mm-hmm. of the AMX suits are. Uh, so it's it, this is uh, in use by like Neo Zeon. Um, it basically is given a lot of changes, so much so that it doesn't. It, it resembles, but doesn't resemble the original suit. So, um, 
you get a lot more zeonic elements on this. Uh, like, the head is much more rounded. It is elongated and you add a bunch of roundness to it. They've And like a comfort style mm-hmm. antenna. They give it like a comfort style antenna. The camera is removed and it looks like it's just replaced with vents. Uh, going off what it looks like on the model kit, which I do have. Um, it's got some. It still has like the cheek vents uh, buried beneath, like some armor. Uh, it's got an elongated chin and elongated forehead. It's got a. Ri- it's just. It's a very different shape. It's so cool though. Um, mm-hmm. Same with the torso. You have some added armor. Uh, they've moved some. They. It has like little uh, guns on like. I think that I believe those are just like machine cannons on the uh, lower part of the torso there. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, machine cannons. Uh, they're, uh, like, on the torso right uh, below the vents and stuff on the edges. Uh, and it's it's very chunky torso. You've got these really big shoulders, and there's a reason why they're so big. But uh, basically, you have these huge shoulders with rounded armor. Uh, you've got, like, like I said, they've rounded everything out in a way that this does not feel like Federation construction in a really cool way no i mean the waist especially that waist with like the the tube and like the shape of that skirt looks incredibly mm-hmm. zeon. yes uh like you get like these long spiky skirts you've got like a, a giant thruster in the front you've got like elongated like uh, rear skirt uh the legs the legs are very like dove and wolf or even double zeta style where you've got like these swept back thrusters uh up the, like where the knee is on either side mm-hmm. um you've got Elf shoes with Elf high shoes heels. Elf shoes with high heels. I love them. I love them. The high heels are great. Um, and then you have a ridiculous backpack that almost looks like... Almost like if you splayed them out like a pair of bat wings or something. Um, yeah, you look at it and you just don't know what you're looking at. Uh, so they have some... Uh, so the attachment pieces for it can pop out. Uh, it, the base backpack is just a bunch of uh, you know thrusters and then um, some propellant tanks. Uh, and then you have... Uh, also, on the backpack at the top of it, you have two hyperbeam sabers that it has. Uh, should note, it has hyperbeam sabers, but it also has regular beam sabers um, that are stored in the forearms now. Now, the thing is, um, the hyperbeam sabers are not grabbed by the normal hands. No, the shoulders are subarms. The shoulders actually have an entire set of little clawed arms in them. And these can reach over the back and pull out these giant hyperbeam sabers so it can quad wield a, a, a beam sabers. It's cool. Um, mm-hmm. Not only that, but uh, on the backpack, you have a bunch of sort of simplified, broken down versions of the tri-blades from the back of another double Zeta suit, the Dryson. Um, and uh, they are now attached to wires and they have beam guns added to them. So they can be used as melee funnels because they still have a, a, a hardened edge. But they also have beam little beams on them, and they also are wire guided and have like a system. So they're in. So they can be yeah, they can fly around, wrap around the opponent, etc. As in comms. Um, and then uh, for other armaments, you've got the bo- uh, the Bawoo shield with uh, the beam cannons on it, and you've got the mm-hmm. uh, hyper knuckle buster from the uh, Gazalm, uh, also being used by it. Um, so this thing is like a mishmash of we went from a mishmash of Federation parts to a mishmash of late era, you know, like uh, you see um, like double Zeta era parts on this suit. And I love it for that. Um, it still has the Hades system as well. Um, mis- ridiculous machine, but I love this redesign so much because this is the kind of thing that like I, I, I'm glad a designer can like interpret like, oh, here's what I should do with the design. Like it feels like he tried to like uh, 
Kyoshi Takigawa tried making this look more like a Zeon suit. And I do like mm-hmm. that. Like, it does acknowledge... I, I just like when, like, the lineage of suits is kind of acknowledged in that way, you know? Um, and this machine, while ridiculous, is so cool. Uh, I sent Six a picture of it quad-wielding just so uh, they could see it, because... It's pretty... That's pretty it's good. It's pretty fucking cool, is the thing. Um, but... I love General Grievous. God. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's a really cool unit. Uh, it is named Toad's Order because what does Toad's Order mean? Oh, wait. Death Knight. It means Death Knight, which is a reference to the Pale Rider. And it's German because it's Xeon, I guess. And that's what we've just decided. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never happy about that, but whatever. I, I'm never happy about that because I, I know it. what they're implying and I hate it. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh... Yeah, so uh, it has the subarms on the shoulders, which are really cool. It's a very like late era addition to add to it, and I like that about it. Um, it has the fact that it has hyper beam savers is ridiculous. The fact that it has these bat wings that can spring out and launch a bunch of uh, like weird sort of incom sort of sword almost sword funnels because again they can be used in melee. It does have a blade on them. Mm-hmm. Um, is it's just really cool. Um, and I, I just really appreciate a lot of the changes made to it, though, because I think the shape is really cool in general. That's what it is. It's just cool. I'm, I'm really glad we got this episode to basically talk about, like, one-year war, like, DeviantArt OCs. Basically, yeah. And the thing is, though, we won't be done with that. We'll never be done with that. There are so many <laughs> one-year war DeviantArt OCs in future ep- episodes, listeners. I, I tell you what, there are, uh, well, there are so many suits. Everyone... The problem is everyone watched First Gundam and loved First Gundam and wanted to make a First Gundam story. And everyone who wants to make a First Gundam story is not going to cross-reference the tens of thousands of other First Gundam stories. Which is, again, one of the reasons I say trying to find a canon or whatever is kind of dumb for Gundam. Because you can't really do much. You're what? Do you expect every author is going to... like? Do, did Star Wars EU authors do that? I wonder. Did they actually like cross-reference all the other EU stories and go, ah, I have to make sure I don't violate these stories, you know? I mean, there was they literally had people whose job it was to like you'd send in a thing, like oh, you know, they, they talk about like the keeper of the holocrons, right? They they had people whose job it was to maintain the canon. Too much work, way too much work. How about just people just create what they want when they're licensed to do so, and that's how Gundam works, <laughs> you know? Uh. And if it's mm. not animated, you don't have to consider it as, like, something quote-unquote official. Like, even video games and stuff, they're not considered official. The the Sunrise work... I mean, they're animated. They're, they're well, animated. Yes, but they're you, computer you know what, animated. You know, you know what Sunrise means yeah. when they say animated equals official. Trying to suss sure. out... I'm just being pinned to Trying ass. to suss out a canon is just ridiculous. Um, especially because it's not even, like, everywhere... Bandai licenses out to, like, magazines and stuff. And, like, individual authors... Like, people, like, from other companies, they're not going to all work together to try to be like, oh, let's make sure we're not, uh, you know, stepping on anyone's toes here. When I have my special unit, you can't put a special unit in this time because it would be weird. No. Everyone wants to write a one-year war story, and everyone wants to give, make their super special Gundam or Gundam-like machine. And that's just how it is. And it's fine. That's just how it's it is. It's fun that way. Because if you just like the robots... Sometimes you can just divorce it from the story, because I think Missing Link's story fucking sucks. The Pale Riders? <laughs> fucking cool. You can do both. I can. You can think two thoughts. It's fine. <laughs> but I can't think two thoughts. I'm not capable of it. Uh, 
Yeah. My brain just doesn't, just can't do it. Uh, well, that's fine. It's a skill you can learn. You just have to practice. I'll, pr- I'll practice. I'll practice. Practice thinking of two I've things. I've got a lot of time in my hands. <laughs> <laughs> just think of two things. Um, think of two things where you, they don't necessarily have to like correlate. It's fine. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyway, cool suits though this episode. Lots of cool video game suits. Everyone's super special systems. The exam system already a little ridiculous. Um, the thing is, I know, you know what? I think the thing with the exam system is I think I would like it more probably if it was actually in like a show. I think because of the mm. nature of like how the game I mean, it's in it's in build. You know what I mean. It is though. The one in build is not a new type soul. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> I'm dying now from yelling. <laughs> That's never, uh, it's never confirmed or denied whether that gunpla is powered by a right. new type song. Everyone, you can find me at lowpolyrobot on twitter.com. I post about robots, I post about video games, I ramble a lot. It's a fun time. I, people seem to like my posts. If you're listening to this, you probably already follow me, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, Six, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SixDetmar, S-A-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. Uh, you can find my work at ScanlineMedia.com or Patreon.com slash ScanlineMedia. And it's really hard to find quotes for Blue Destiny, so I'm just going to say, exam system, stand by. <laughs> yep. Peace. Peace.